Welcome back, everybody. How are you, Carly? It's been like forever because we've been sick. I know. I'm just getting over sickness. So sorry if my voice sounds like a little rusty and sexy, like smelly cat from Friends. But we got we got the good the good vibrations in your voice going. That CB loves it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All the listeners are going to be like, girl, we listened to you guys last week. But for us, we haven't recorded in like two weeks, maybe three. It's been a while. So I missed you. What's new with you, Jill? Oh, you know, it's funny. Like I got sick from my partner and then like I literally just got over being sick and then Carly got sick and she's like, I want to blame you. But like Carly lives in Canada and I live in America and it's like, you can't blame me because we're nowhere near each other. But it was funny. That Not even like, like close to each other. Like I'm on the West Coast and you're on the East Coast. Yeah, it's like there's no way. But it was really funny because we feel like we spend all our time together anyway. So that's why. But yeah, everything's been good. Just doing all the things, getting loving that it's like starting to get nice here. And like the weather's starting to be really, really nice to get more outdoor activities in. Not feeling yeah. like I see cooped up in the house all the time anymore even though I mean like I am such a homebody that I don't mind it but do like the occasional outdoor walks and going to the park and stuff like that but what about you now that you're finally on the other side of your cold I love it I don't know when we're gonna post this I feel like mid-May or something but we're currently it's mid-April when we're filming this and It's kind of fluctuating. I'm in Whistler, BC. So it's fluctuating between like yesterday was like 10 degrees and sunny. And then today is like it snowed this morning. So I just I don't know what to feel. The weather doesn't know what to feel. I'm just ready for that Bali sunshine. Oh, yeah, you are going to Bali soon. So exciting. All the traveling. Jealous. Speaking of super exciting, we have another guest episode. Today we've got the beautiful Morel, an QCA alumni. Morel, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners? Yeah. Hi. First of all, I'm so jealous that you're going to Bali. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm so jealous because I am in Vancouver. It's not Whistler, but still the weather is like crazy. Uh, I actually have my blanket here because it's so cold right now. I am cozy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm jealous, but I'm very happy for you that you're going. And Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if I've really announced it yet. I'm kind of soft launching it, but going to Bali mm-hmm. in three weeks. Oh, that's that's super cool. Super nice. Uh, well, I am very excited to be here. Uh, I am Mirel and I'm a Latina female entrepreneur coach. I, I, I coach Latina female entrepreneurs. That's what I, I want to say. So I, I actually started as a manifestation coach. And then because of my own journey, I decided that I wanted to start helping Mexican entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs. So that's what I do now. And I have my coaching business. And I, yeah, I'm very excited and I'm very happy with, with what I'm doing right now. I think that I never thought of this like 10 years ago, five years ago, if you told me you are going to be a coach, <laughs> I would have laughed because I was in such a different headspace and I was in a different country. I was, it was completely different. So 
I am very happy right now being a coach. That's so beautiful. I love seeing your journey to your coach because like we've said in other episodes, I'm like the assistant program director of QCA and being able to watch like your journey from like the beginning of QCA to like badass quantum coach. And I know you're coaching before QCA, but just like more of that transformation through QCA and just like becoming your own, who you are now and your own coach. It's so beautiful. And you seem very passionate about like your ideal client and what you coach about. Definitely. And I think too, like, that's why I love being a mentor coach for QCA is just watching even coaches that have coached before, just like gain that confidence and like really find themselves. So I feel like it is like twofold in QCA. Like you either have the ones who are just like brand new, stepping, you know, getting their little baby legs already walking into coaching and like watching them grow is amazing. But then watching coaches who have coached, like really just use it to like find their niches and like really find what they're super passionate about and what they love. And I think that is what I find like the best part about it is just seeing, watching everybody grow into like the confident, badass quantum coaches that they all are. Yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. And one thing I really like about it is that because I gained so much confidence in my coaching and like just in, in, in my life in general, I, I have more energy to focus on the things that I really want instead of, you know, wasting that energy in, I don't know, like worrying about, you know, my business or other things, because I am confident now to really go for the things that I really want. So QCA has been amazing. Yeah. Amen. QCA is life-changing so I mean I know we've talked about it before in the podcast but this is your sign to like the wait list I believe is open Carly knows better I don't know if it'll still be open in May when this um launches but checking it out because it is amazing but back to our balancing so tell us a little bit more about what you're balancing because I know you have so much going on and you're just such a badass that like what are you balancing right now well, I think I'm balancing a lot of things right now in my life. Uh, I have my own coaching business, but I recently, well, my my fiance and I recently bought the company he was working for. So I decided that I wanted to help him, but it is because now I have more confidence and I know what I want and I know how to balance my own life that I decided, okay, I can do this. Let's do it. If you need my help, I'm here. Let's do it together. So we bought the business. We're doing that now. But at the same time, I have my own coaching business. And at first it sounded like it's all going to be good. I, I, I got this. But obviously there's a challenge. Um, there's always a challenge. And it's not necessarily balancing my business with helping the other business or helping in the other business, but balancing our relationship and business. I think that has been the biggest challenge, but it has been amazing because I think when you're challenged to balance such important things in life, you're just going to win 
and there's going to be so much growth and gains in your life. So even though it's been very challenging, I am very happy. I'm very happy. Yeah. Amazing. And like, that is a lot like to completely buy a business. And I think you said it so well of like, you're balancing the, the relationship because it is, you know, you have that, your personal relationship with him and then like your professional quote unquote relationship with him, with the business. And then like how everything is, you know, coming together. So I think that is like, that is a lot to like take on in a relationship, but it sounds like you're doing it so well. And I think I'd love to just like hear more about where those struggles were when you first started and like how you guys like overcame some of them. Well, one of the biggest challenges has been that I work from home. He's not home uh, for the most part, but when he comes home and I am working and then he he's still working sometimes it's hard to you know separate our couple life with the business me as an office manager and he is the operation manager slash owner it has been a little bit challenging but I don't think I've ever agreed with separating work with your life when it comes to you know a relationship I don't know, I guess that's kind of like an unpopular opinion. (laughs) Like you don't necessarily have to separate it. That has brought us together, but with the challenges, the challenges actually have brought us together. So working from home is a challenge because when he comes home, well, your, your home is your home. That's, you want to just come take a shower, cook, (laughs) not really wanting to think about business or anything like that so I guess we set our boundaries more like separating it's just like boundaries yes love a good boundary yeah love a good boundary (laughs) yes and the thing is like we love talking about work I don't know if that's for everyone or or everyone's going to resonate with that but we love talking about work so when we're talking about it we're having a good time uh, when we disagree about things that that's totally different, but still it's, it's very, I don't know. It, it's, it's a challenge, but in a very, very good way. And we see this as an opportunity to grow as a couple. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And it's, I love that the conversation has kind of turned into this because that's actually what Jill and I were talking about. We're catching up before um, we started recording and it's like trying to find the balance of like working from home is not you being home and it's like trying to get out of like the housewife duties of like, I'm home. So I'm going to like put in the laundry and like make food and stuff. And it's like, no, if I'm at my desk, like I'm physically working and I don't have time to like be the housewife as well and setting those boundaries of like I know that Chad and I do that a lot because Chad is our podcast producer and he's also my partner so like we live together and it's interesting because we've started doing like date night and then like worked night kind of thing so it's like just before we even start the conversation being like okay you're talking to Carly your partner and not Carly your client yeah so I think like when it comes to that we 
we really need to make sure that we're talking to the, the fiance or the business partner. Because I think, I, I guess that's the boundary, right? We don't really separate it. Like we don't have times like, oh, it's 7, 7 p.m. We don't talk about work. That really doesn't work with us. But I guess it's just the tone and the way we're talking about something that makes a difference, uh, at least for us. So for us, balancing instead of just like separating is really knowing how to talk to each other, how to support each other, what questions to ask as well to each other to like really know how we're feeling, uh, what do we need? Yeah, so that's that's how we've been doing it. I love that. And I love how you've kind of trial and error, like found what worked for you and, you know, what works for you and your fiance isn't going to work for like me and Chad, but it works for you guys really well. And I love that. Yeah. And like, I think too, the whole boundaries is like, that was like a key thing to bring into this is, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, balancing or, you know, challenges of what makes it work or what doesn't, but I think having those boundaries and like figuring it out for you and your partner of like, you know, okay, this is what we need. This is what we have to do. This is what's going to work for us. And like having those, that talk. And I think it's the communication. It sounds like you guys have really good communication within, you know, this is work stuff. And then this is going to be our date night stuff. And this is going to be like, we're now home and like, we're going to focus on us and not our business right now and stuff like that. I think, you know, it's a lot of, mixing all of that together and I think it starts with having a really strong partnership like a relationship that your partner have being able to you know I'm sure buying the business was a little stressful obviously and like adding all that in but like it's definitely shows like how strong you guys are as a couple in that you can you know add all these things but still make time for each other as well yeah, exactly. I think communication is key, especially when trying to do so many things at once with someone you really care about and you really want to make sure the other person is okay, I guess. So asking those questions, communicating. And on top of that, yes, we share this together the business, but at the same time, I can be struggling with my own things. You know, I can be having hard times or he can be having a hard, a hard day, a tough day. So that's when the fiance comes. Okay. I know we, we had a tough day, but you are taking it a little bit harder because that happens, right? So it's okay if I'm, if I'm struggling with something, it's okay if you're struggling with something, we're going to make it work. Maybe balancing is not like talking about it. Maybe balancing all that and feeling better is just not talking at all. And maybe he's just gaming and I'm out with a girlfriend having a coffee, things like that. But communication is key for, I guess, for everyone, but for us, both having this business together and me having another business because I have other things to worry about, other things to take care of. It's very important to know how we're feeling, what, what do we need, what are we doing, and when to really say, okay, 
we're not going to talk about this and it's okay. Totally. And I think too, the, what I love and what I heard about that too, is like, you guys do have a lot, but it's also making sure you guys are taking care of yourselves as well. So like, whether that be like him and going gaming or whatever, and you maybe going out with a girlfriend and, you know, it doesn't have to, you guys spend so much time together and that's great, but also having those key times to self-care apart, which is so important too, of like, you know, you might need a little bit of time or you're, he might need a little time just kind of like, you know, I don't need either right now. I don't need fiance or business partner. I just need me. It's like, that's okay. And like, you might have the same thing. And I think it's really, it's really lovely to hear how you guys have like really been able to use all of it and like learn about each other. And I'm sure it's strengthened your relationship even more too, having, you know, so many different layers in it, but like still being able to be like, yo, I need to pause. Like, I need to go hang out with my friend and not you right now. Like I need that away from here and like go do you right now and we'll come together and then we'll like figure out what's going on or like, you know, you're handling it stressful. Let's say like you need to focus on what's going to help you not feel stressed and that's okay. Like you go do it and I'm going to do my own thing now because like that's what we need. And I think that is key and like, you know, even in any relationship of just like, you know, not ha like having your own vices, like you can have a lot of things together, but having your own vices apart is also important to like just kind of like what refills you like you know for me and my partner like he is a big old gym rat and like that's fine go go do your thing and like we've done it before we're like I'll go with him but like he loves just being by himself music in blaring you know his whatever he wants to listen to going to the gym working out doing what he needs and like that's fine because it gives us both time apart but we're able to like focus on making sure we each feel good so that when we're together we have that time together that really focus on our relationship too. So I do love that so much. Yeah. And also one thing that I wanted to say is that I know that I am making it sound like we have a perfect relationship and that we get along so well, but the reality is that yes, we, we have a great relationship. We get along really, uh, really good, but even when we are hating each other, Communication is important, like picking the right words, it's important, especially for me that English is not my first language. I have to, I had to learn how to argue in English in a second language. So I think that is very important, even when you're not having the best time, even when you're having a tough time as a couple, whether it's like in the relationship or in business, really taking time apart if it's necessary is so, so, so important. So important. I didn't even think about that of like having to learn to argue in a whole different language. <laughs> Not that it's like a bad thing either, but like, yeah, like you can't get passionate about like your word choices. I'm sure like what you'd want to say in Spanish is not what you're saying in English right now. And there's like other choice words or phrases that you want to just like put them out there. And you're just like, I can't do it. But yeah. And I think that is so, so true. And I think it does like, first of all, he's super lucky to have you. I think that is great because it shows you're so caring and compassionate to know that you need like what you need and like work with him and what he needs to, but like also learning the ways to like communicate with him in like a language that might struggle for you a little bit at first but really taking the time to like be caring and listening and like 
choosing your words, like you said, and like, I think communication can be so hard for everybody. I think communicating, you know, is just a challenge we have that I know I work with a lot of clients that have that same issue and to think about it and to like you having to also take all that compassion and putting it in a whole nother way too. Amazing. But I think, you know, I don't think we were, it does sound like you guys have the perfect life, but I think too, I think it is true that we, you know, we struggle, we work for it. And it does sound like you guys have put into, put a lot of work into that relationship of knowing, you know, your needs, your boundaries and setting. And like, it has caused it to be this quote unquote, perfect life for you guys. Like you do have what you need and, you know, you've cultivated what you needed in that moment. And I think it's, that's awesome too. Cause, and it takes a lot of the boundaries and balance and work at it. So Bess, I'm just going to say he is lucky to have you. And I'll just, I'll put that out there because you are the best. Oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> that's so nice. And I also wanted to say something about like you mentioning, for example, your partner being a, a gym rat and you being okay with it. That, for example, happens with me and Jesse, my fiance, he really likes to game like a lot. And at first, when we got the business, I was like, oh, okay. I, I was assuming, my bad, but I was assuming that he wasn't going to game anymore. Like he was going to be focused on the business. And because we really wanted to make it grow like super fast and, you know, and oh, surprise, he's gaming every night and a lot. And at first I was like, okay, so when, when it's us time, when are we going to have time together? But I realized that there's time for everything. If you're committed to the relationship, if you're committed to the business, if you're committed to whatever you want to be committed, you can make it work. I can have my yoga time if I want. I can run a business. I can have yoga time. I can have fiance time and helping the other business if I really want to and setting the boundaries and putting myself first, taking care of myself, nourishing my body, meditating, because that is so important, especially when you have a lot of things in your table, in your plate. Taking care of yourself is like extremely important, I would say. I love that so much. And I love that you're sharing that. And I think it's super important too of like, if you're starting this new business adventure or, you know, getting into a new relationship or anything's kind of changing is to not assume about your partner. Cause it's like, I've done the same thing. I'm guilty of it too, of like, oh, we're gonna, like when we move to Whistler, it's like, we've moved to Whistler and he's not gonna do this he's not going to game he's not going to you know drink as much or something but it's like just because I want it to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen especially if I'm just assuming and I'm not communicating is like we're different people with different mindsets and different opinions and like it's the assumptions we all make versus the communication that we make with them and like I before like my partner he also was like big video gamer and like I'd watch it and that'd be fine. But then it was always like, well, when are we going to spend time together? And so then like, you know, I, I picked up video gaming with him and like that has been something that we do together now. And it's like, it is a nice way, but then it is time of like, sometimes I'm like, okay, like when are we just going to like go do something for ourselves? Or like, what are we going to do? So it is, 
it's a lot of work and it is like I think it is the key thing is the communication part of like you know we can't just assume things are just gonna like stop or just like you know assume that you know with this change that something else is gonna happen it's like really taking the time to communicate like the needs of the other person and like you know what do they need to make them to unwind or like what do they need when you know after a stressful week like is it going to you know a jujitsu class and then working out for like two hours that's probably what he needs and then we'll like then we'll hang out or whatever like but you know how what we've learned is like I'll usually talk to him like we'll have a conversation about it like Thursday or Friday and being like hey what are we going to do this weekend for us or like what do we want to do and I think it's been really it's been key for us of being able to like have that time to be like to set it aside so that I know like okay we did plan this one thing we're going to do this but like the rest of the time if he wants to like do his thing or go take you know four jujitsu classes he never does that but he wants to do his jujitsu classes and then work out and then you know just video game the rest of the night that's fine because we had this like we already talked about our time together and like how we're going to spend it but I think too kind of going into like a question since we're like now this is like the love show with Jill and Carly and Morel but you know how does your coaching experience support your relationship and the small business like that you guys bought together like how does it how do you feel like that really works in your favor wow that's a great question because i always every day when i am talking to a customer when i'm talking to a potential client i'm like i'm so glad i know how to ask powerful questions <laughs> i know like right now i feel confident talking to others and listening and I think when you are a coach you navigate relationships different not because you're better or you know better because just because you learn how to listen right without wanting to respond right away you you just learn how to listen if you want to talk about something that you're not happy about for two hours okay I'm gonna listen it's totally fine so my coaching business first being a coach has helped me a lot with this other business and my relationship with the customers with potential clients but also feeling confident that I that I can do things because I build this coaching business by myself and now helping Jesse with his business is like, yeah, everything's possible. Like we can do it. Now we're a team. So it has helped me a lot in so many different ways. Some, I think like it's hard for me to say one thing specifically, but it has, it has helped for sure. For sure. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I, totally agree like if you know how to coach it's gonna impact every relationship you have once you learn it yeah coach carly when are you gonna get your coaching certificate after sitting through qca for like four rounds now almost five so coach carly coming at you soon right maybe and like and like I said, it's not because like, oh, I'm a coach and I know how to coach and I'm trying to coach you and I'm trying to fix you because coaching is not even that. But like getting into that, oh, I'm trying to help. Not really. Just 
okay, I, I, I'm listening. Something as simple as that, like I'm listening. So if you want to talk, totally. talk. If you want to say this, say this. It's okay. It's totally fine. It's like validating how you feel. Even if you, as a client, I don't know, like they booked a different time. Okay. I know how you feel. You thought we were going to come this day. We're not there. It wasn't our fault, but I totally understand. It's, it's completely understandable that you feel this way, right? So little things like that. It's so powerful. Yeah. Right. And I think you're so, I mean, beautiful coaching examples right there. But I, I like to say too, like being a coach, it helps me, you know, in all aspects of life, just continue to stay curious. And I think that usually really helps. And like, you know, I'm, I've gotten a lot better of just always asking open-ended questions and like having, allowing the person to expand more and not being so closed off in my questions of like, you know, sticking yes or no answers or whatnot. But like my question is, it's just a force of habit now. Like any question I ask, it's never, it's usually something where I want someone to expand more on. And like, it definitely helps in all aspects of your life of like, you know, okay, let me just stay curious. Let me validate. Like Merle said, like, let me just share that, you know, I'm listening to you. I'm here. I'm understanding what you're saying. And now I just want to know a little more. And it's like, I'm not coaching you. I'm just, sometimes it just starts getting ingrained in your, like in you where you just can't turn it off sometimes. And it's okay. But as long as you, you know, you know that. And like, you know, I was really straightforward. I know definitely, you know, being trained as a therapist and then, you know, and now coaching, it was hard. Like dating was really weird at first before I met my partner. And it was like, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're going to just like psychoanalyze. It's like, no, I don't want to do what I'm doing for my nine to five, like with you too. But like, there are some things where, you know, I might share my feelings a little bit more or share that I need my needs a little bit differently because that's just what I'm used to doing. And like my partner's so used to it now where he's just like, okay, I know. Like, yeah, I know it's coming. But like, you know, it's just how it's kind of ingrained. And I love how that, like you do use that in your everyday life with your business too. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's like, being a chef and you're working at a restaurant and when you come home you're you're going to try to make a, de a delicious meal right not because you want to separate you being a chef at your work at a restaurant you're going to come home and make you know a terrible meal it's part of you now so i guess that's what happens with coaches as well yeah if you're a chef you're not going to come home and like make boxed mac and cheese unless you want that we support box mac and cheese. You could, but probably you're going to try to do something like really tasty for the family or whatever. I love that so much. What's one lesson that you've been taught through your relationship or through buying the small business or even through coaching that you think everybody should learn at some point in their life? Okay, this, I, I need to give a little bit of context before I answer this question. So before the pandemic, Jesse and I uh, opened a restaurant in Mexico City and it didn't work because of the pandemic and because we were far away. So we thought that we were not a good team. So for a long time, we thought, oh, we cannot work together because we got into a lot of arguments because it didn't work. So 
one thing I've learned with this is that because it didn't work once doesn't mean that it's not going to work ever. That's so good. You can commit to it. And I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But just because you had a not so great experience or with the outcome that you wanted doesn't mean that it's not going to work ever. If you want to, if you want to do it again with the same person, it's, it's possible. And now we're doing it. And three years ago or two years ago, pandemic, yeah, two years ago, we thought we're never working together. It's not going to work ever. Let's just separate it forever. And now we're working and now we're partners and we're doing it. We're doing great. <laughs> That's it's so beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's so, it's smart. And it's like, you know, we're so quick to just, if it's something fails, like, nope, not doing it again. Like, you know, work, like, you know, push that under the rug, or, like try something else. But I think it's something that like I have learned so much just from working in a lot of startup cultures and stuff of like, you know, failing isn't, you know, a bad thing all the time either. Like sometimes you just got to try it again and like you figure out, like you figure out what went wrong and like do it again. And like, if you fail again, you figure out what went wrong that time and do it again. And like, that's how a lot of good products and stuff happen. And I think that's, you know, key in the fact that like, you know, I'm so glad that you guys weren't didn't believe that because it sounds like you know it is helping you guys thrive now of like you know I mean plus it's like you know the pandemic like everything failed in the pandemic not everything but there are so many things like it was just tough to get anything and like even businesses that did work for you know 30 40 50 years closed because of the pandemic like it was just so many different factors so it is it's a lot of that like giving yourself time to see like okay where were the factors it wasn't because you guys were arguing all the time or like things happen. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys were, I don't know, but you know, there were other factors in there too. So like, it does make a lot of sense that, you know, when you do fail, like this is my, you know, own personal thing, but like sit and think, is it time to reflect? Is it time to, you know, look at it and think like, okay, what happened? Where was the guy? Like what happened really, really well, but like, where were the like struggles we had? was it us like and if it was you guys then maybe you're like okay we're better as a couple like that's it like not business partners but better as just like I love you you love me we'll work together about like in that sense but like knowing that there were other factors there I'm so glad you guys were able to like put it together and be like you know what no we can still make this succeed we just maybe that restaurant wasn't the what we needed like we need something else or like we need x y and z but I think yeah that is so important too of like really being able to like sit and think about it and like continue on because I definitely think like you know you fall off that horse 11 times you get up 12 like it's always you know you fall down so many times but you just keep getting back up is so important yeah so answering that question I would say well to the first question I would say just maybe go back and see what didn't work for you once that you really wanted to work out and it didn't and try again, try again. This has been such a beautiful conversation and it's been so wonderful having you here, Morel. I think we're going to 
going to wrap it up with our last question here. If you've listened to any of our episodes, you know, we always ask what your permission slip is. So I'll give you a couple minutes to think of your permission slip. I'll target Jill first. So Jill, I'm throwing you under the bus this time. Jill, what does your permission slip say? I was just going to say, usually I wrap it into this and like I throw Carly under the bus first. So she snuck it in first. My permission slip just says that permission to ask more questions. Like, I think it's okay to ask questions. I think it's okay to not make assumptions. Uh, you know, we can definitely get in our head and assume a lot. And I think this just shows too, like we were talking about, like that conversation, that talking to your partner, your business partner, your friends, your parents, your family, like asking them what they mean and not just assuming. Like, I think asking questions is okay. And I, I know for me being in the helping field from like being a therapist and a coach, I always felt like uneasy because people would be like, you're just wanting to know because you want to like tell me what's wrong with me. Like, no, that's not it. Like, I'm just a curious person right now and I just want to understand more. So permission to ask more questions. But So yeah, Carly, now what's your permission slip say? That's so beautiful, Jill. Thank you for sharing. My permission slip this week is permission to remove myself from the outcome. Because like Morel was saying here, like, Sometimes it doesn't work and like I've had launches that don't work. I've had ideas that don't work and I'm just like removing myself from the outcome because it's not on me. It's just something that didn't work and I need to reevaluate and try again. Carly, that was that was beautifully stated. Beautifully stated. So then morale, what's yeah. yours? What's your permission slip say? Uh permission to do things the unconventional way because those can really work you don't have to do things how they are supposed to be done how they're oh you're gonna work with your partner you better have this and that mm, maybe you don't have x y and c and it's okay so yeah that's the per permission slip permission to do things the unconventional way yes we're big fans of the unconventional here at wildly balanced and i just mm -hmm. makes my heart sing that you said that yes so um before we wrap up let us know morale where can our listeners find you uh instagram anything any places i also want to note that before we started morel told us that this was her first podcast interview in english because her first language is spanish and i just want to say you did an amazing job yeah it was beautifully beautifully done so give us all the places our listeners can find you i'm gonna say another thing though permission to be a beginner let yourself be a beginner do things for the very first time it's so much fun it's so much fun. You get like nervous and excited. So it's so much fun. So also being a beginner is cool. Doing things for the first time is really cool. Uh, so yeah, I have, I have a podcast and I have Instagram. So those are the places you, you can find me. You're going to put it in the notes, right? Because it's in Spanish. Yes, so, <laughs> yeah, it's in Spanish, but it's at emprendiendo con el universo and what that means is that when you are an entrepreneur is basically having the universe as a partner 
he's uh, the universe is your partner pretty much so that's my that's so beautiful Instagram handle <laughs> thank you and yeah so that's the podcast and my instagram handle emprendiendo con el universo yeah amazing i love that you snuck in another permission slip just right at the end <laughs> i had to say it <laughs> i love it starting something new is so important too but yes we'll put those both in our show notes and then it's like always just a good way to just start learning Spanish so you can just follow morale everywhere because she's got lots of great wisdom out there. But And also follow us on Instagram at wildly.balance. Uh, check out our website, wildlybalancepodcast.com. You know, all of our episodes are there. We got some cool stuff. Join the newsletter. So yeah, just rate it and subscribe us on whatever you're listening to. That helps us grow and have other people listen to us and yeah go show morale some love yes go thank show you so much for love. being here this was such a good conversation thank you so much for inviting me i had so much fun and yeah it was the first podcast interview in english so yeah I, i'm happy and i'm proud <laughs> proud of myself thank you so much for having me of course. Thanks for being here and everyone have a good rest of your day.